critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, thinkers? Welcome back to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast, where you get a little bit smarter and a little bit harder to fool every time you listen. So let's start off with a quick review of a compliance technique that we covered earlier this season, the door in the face technique. Okay, you want to hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what that one is? So the door in the face technique happens when someone tries to get you to comply with a request by first making an almost too big request that you're most likely going to turn down. Then they followed up with a smaller request, the thing that they really wanted to ask you in the first place, because they know you're not likely to turn them down twice in a row. So the question to ask yourself when you think you're facing the door in the face technique is this, do I really want to do or buy that or do I feel guilted into it? So if you are wanting to review or want to hear more about this technique, this compliance technique, go back and check out episode 132. Okay, so we are continuing on with the mini series on propaganda tactics, and I thought I would take just a minute and tell you why I'm even doing this series. Here's why. If you've ever seen a superhero movie, you know that every superhero movie has a villain. There's always, always someone with nefarious motives and intent to lie and to hurt others. Well, unfortunately, the real world has no shortage of villains either. We just have to turn on the nightly news or read some of the daily headlines to see that this is true. And if you've ever studied any history at all, you know how it plays out. Villains are real. And since they're real, wisdom says we should learn how to recognize them and we should learn how to recognize the tactics they use to carry out their evil plans. And we should be prepared so we don't fall prey to their tricks and wind up on the wrong side ourselves. Goodness knows we need to be people of discernment these days. And one way to make ourselves impossible to fool is to recognize their tactics and develop the critical thinking to know what's wrong with the things that they're saying. Guys, it happened in World War II with Hitler. You know, I love talking about that time period. And that led to the death of 11 million people. And while it might look a little bit different, it's still happening today. And it is resulting in an ever-increasing loss of freedom for people in our country and around the globe. We have to be able to recognize it when it happens. That's why I'm doing this series. This stuff is serious and it matters and you need to know. So there you go. Stepping off my soapbox now. But you guys, seriously, this stuff is important. Okay, so let's move on. The propaganda tactic that we're talking about today is called scapegoating. Scapegoating happens when someone purposely places blame on a certain person or a certain group of people for something they didn't do expressly for the purpose of giving others a place to heap their resentment and their frustration about something. It's a way of giving people someone to blame, even though the ones being blamed aren't even guilty. 
Okay, so interestingly, the concept of the scapegoat actually comes from the Bible. In the Old Testament, God uses a goat as kind of a sacrifice, as a way of removing sin from the camp of the Israelites. You can read about it in Leviticus chapter 16, verses 9 and 10. So the sin of the people was symbolically put on the goat, and then the goat, like this is a real goat, and then the goat was led, was let go into the wilderness to wander off and try to fend for itself. And that's where we get the term scapegoat. It's putting the blame on an undeserving, innocent person to benefit other people. Here's an example of what this sounds like. So there's a group project in your class and everyone has to work together to create a presentation. However, the project doesn't go very well and your team gets a low grade. Instead of taking responsibility for his part in the project, one of your teammates, Chris, decides to blame all the problems on another teammate, Alex. Chris tells the teacher, it is all Alex's fault. He didn't do anything and that's why our project failed. So in this situation, Chris is using the scapegoating tactic. He's unfairly blaming Alex for everything that went wrong in the project even if it wasn't entirely Alex's fault, and he's refusing to look at the role that he and the other teammates played in the failure. Another way that this can happen is when a a team, a sports team, has a bad season and doesn't win much, but then they turn around and they blame the coach for the bad season. Now, was it really all the coach's fault, or did all the players on the team hold some responsibility for the losing season? So scapegoating, as you can see, can take place between individuals, between an individual and a group, between a group and an individual, and between groups. So the problem behind the scapegoating tactic is that, number one, it's a lie. It's saying somebody did something they didn't do or somebody didn't do something that they did, and it's purposely spreading that lie and allowing other people to take out their anger and their hatred on an innocent person. Problem number two behind scapegoating is that it's a wrong shifting of blame and it enables people to shirk their responsibility for the problem. They aren't being held accountable and they don't mind seeing someone else take the blame that should be theirs. Y'all, that's messed up. And it just shows a serious flaw in their character. One way that we see scapegoating happen in almost every presidency that comes along goes something like this. A new president comes in and enacts all his new policies, which create some kind of negative effect for some group of people. And let's just use the example of really high gas prices, right? Because everybody always feels the effect of high gas prices. So what happens is the people start complaining about the president's policies that cause the high gas prices. So what does the president do? He blames the guy before him. Almost always, whoever's the current president will blame whoever was the president before them, just so the American people won't be mad at him. That's scapegoating. Think about it. When is the last time you heard a politician say, oh, wow, I messed up. I did. A, I made a bad choice. It's my fault, and I'm sorry. Like, it's laughable. I can't think of a single time I've heard a politician take the blame, take responsibility, and not try to place it on somebody else. So the question to ask yourself, if you think somebody is scapegoating, is this, is it really their fault? Yeah, it's simple, isn't it? Is it really their fault? All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? 
Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.